All right, and welcome to this week's episode of Dudes Talking Sports. I'm your co-host, as always, Casey Foreman, alongside my co-host in Tanner File. This episode is brought to you by BetUS.com, a.k.a. America's Sportsbook. Go check out the link in the episode description. But Tanner, man, has so much gone on since we talked last. Great to be here with you. How you doing, man? I'm good, Casey. It's a little somber knowing that we're not going to have football for another 200 or something days yeah. on our TV. But we are right in the heart of basketball season, so there's nothing too much to complain about. Yeah, we got the off season coming around right now. We have off season talk coming as soon as the second half of today's show, right? So don't get too worried. Still, tons of NFL to talk about, but we got to get to what just happened. The cliche, the big game is over and what do you know the chiefs are super bowl champions once again our prediction came true what a game man it was fantastic yeah like you said our prediction came through i'm not sure if travis kelsey heard our show last week he said no one believed in them but we both picked them i know i think i was just gonna give him a pass i heard that on the post game i'm like travis i said that i'm like he did not catch dts this week because both tanner and i Pick the Chiefs. Yeah, I guess I'll give him a pass since he had the Super Bowl this week, but next week he's expected to listen. He had that pregame music going all week. He was busy, the press. We're going to give him one one week pass. But, yeah, let's get right back to it. DTS every single week, and let's talk about those Chiefs. Have they become a dynasty, right? After you win two Super Bowls and go to three, you start talking about something like that. Tanner and I are going to give you our thoughts has this Chiefs team become a dynasty, the most recent dynasty in the NFL? On the other side of the ball, Philly, who had a great season, came up short in the big game. Another cliche again for you. Can they bounce back? Despite everything everything they're going to have to do this offseason, can they bounce back and be just as successful next season? We're going to break down uh, that to wrap up the first half of the show. Then Tanner, second half, what do you know? More quarterback drama. What do you know? Yeah, starting off the second half with Derek Carr being cut today by the Las Vegas yeah. Raiders, which could quite possibly ignite the powder keg that is the NFL quarterback carousel this offseason. We could see a lot of guys in the move, and it's seeming like one of the first guys, one of the first pieces to fall could be Derek Carr. Yeah. And, Seems like and, then, to wrap, and then to wrap up the show, it's NBA season. Football is over. Those are things in the past. We're talking things in the now. We had the trade deadline since last week's episode. Yeah, man. Kevin Durant got traded along with Kyrie Irving before last week's episode. Two huge moves this week yeah, into man. the Western Conference to two teams that could be contending for that Western Conference. Me and Casey are going to break down that conference and who we think is going to be the team to beat in that conference. Yeah, man, the West is deep. It's loaded. We got to break it down. Don't forget about, you know, a certain team you see hanging up us behind me. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Dynasty. Before we get to Dynasty, the big game. There it is again. Three times now. I've already said it. How was your Super Bowl Sunday, Tanner? Pretty good? Yeah, it was good. Around some friends, some food. Uh, obviously, the game was incredible. Uh, you don't love to see a game kind of be... Uh, influenced by a call at the end, but it was a holding. It like, was. It was. 
It was. It's a little. It's a little ticky tack, and it shouldn't be called at the end of the game in the Super Bowl. I'm not going right. to argue that. It shouldn't decide the but, game. But right. like, your team that had the second most sacks of all time didn't get to Patrick Mahomes one time. It, it's it's not the refs' fault that you lost that game if you're the Eagles. Hundred percent. We're going to dive more into that, but we we were robbed us fans of a great finish of the Eagles getting the ball back, but the Eagles themselves, I don't think they were robbed because like you said, there was a penalty. There was a penalty. And dude, there's a, there's a ticky tacky controversial call. I feel like after nearly every playoff game and every playoff run, we have a ticky tacky call. No one agrees with, right? Yeah. That that decides a game. Ultimately it happens every single year. The team, we thought was going to win, ended up winning. So, you know, we, we don't have to just say about it at the end of the day, but we were robbed of a great finish, but I don't think Philadelphia was. Let's, you know, but great game, great commercials, great halftime show. Uh, some great that shows. Yeah, it was awesome. I enjoyed it. Uh, some great trailers came out, man. I'm a, you know, we're nerds. We love all that superheroes. Yep. Some great trailers came out. It's great Super Bowl. Overall, I had a very good time watching that game. What a game, though. Like, the game itself, from start to finish, if if the Eagles could have got the ball back and who knows what happens, maybe it's the best Super Bowl I've seen. I can't do that because that Tom Brady one is still out there. They, they, that great comeback. Which Tom Brady one? The, oh, yeah, which one? The comeback of all. What what was it? 28? Was it 28? Okay, there you go. That has also, to be. Go ahead. I mean, that, that Patriots deal is really good, too. Yeah, no, oh yeah, there's there's a lot. I, I'm also watching from start to finish. Also, I don't always get a chance to watch them from start to finish. Maybe I'm not as into the game. From from ones I've seen start to finish, this is one of the best ones I've seen start to finish. I had a great time watching it. Like I said, maybe it has a chance to be the best if we get a, the Eagles get the ball at the end of that game, and who knows what happens. Great game. They weren't robbed. We were. After this one, though, right? Because the Chiefs have now won two. They've been to three. They think I think they've been to five straight AFC Championship games. You gotta start bringing up a word that you know a lot of pressure comes along with it, and sometimes we jump to conclusions and bring it up too often. But now I think we can start to have the discussion. Can we call the Chiefs a dynasty? You think after what they've done? I'm going to say no. I don't think they're a dynasty yet. Winning two championships is not quite that dynasty level, but you could argue going to five straight AFC championships is very close to that. That's an extended run of being a top team where they were, what, a few plays away from going to five straight Super Bowls? A position, a throw, yeah, whatever, right? Yeah. I mean, if Frank Clark's not offsides, they're they're in four or five. And then the they play better in the fourth had- quarter. Yeah. <laughs> if they score any points. <laughs> yeah, like like this team is dominant in the playoffs, and yeah. that's the territory that comes along with Dynasty. So I don't think they're a dynasty yet, but yeah. they are right on the cusp. And I think if they go to another Super Bowl next year, or definitely if they win another Super Bowl, yes, mm-hmm. they're a dynasty. Yeah, I'm with you. It's a great run they've been on so far. Like a nice great little run. run. Great run. You know, real solid. You wake up, man, that was a great that was a great run. I'm feeling great to start my morning, right? <laughs> a little better than that, but it was a great run. I'm going to compare it to something. You're going to say, why are you bringing this team up? You always do. I'm going to do it anyway. Boom. I'm comparing this to the start of the Golden State Warriors dynasty because that's the most recent dynasty in sports history. That's what's on my mind. They go to three, the start of it, the start of it. I'm going to tell you why. 
at the beginning of it, right? They go to three, they win two. They win one, they lose, and they win again, right? They go to three and they win two. Very similar to this Chiefs team. And so you win, you win two with a loss in between. And who do you lose to? Arguably the greatest player to ever play the sport, right? The Chiefs, eh, you're not going to beat up on Patrick Mahomes too much. Who do you lose to? Tom Brady, who has seven Super Bowls, right? Who did the Golden State Warriors lose to? Again, that was in a bit of a different fashion, blowing a 3-1 lead. But who did they lose to? At the very least, the second best mm-hmm. player of all time, LeBron James. So you lose to a GOAT in the middle of your run, but you go to three and you win two. The Warriors then go on to win two more chips and make three more appearances. They have the star coach, the star player, the front office who's making moves. Could still make more appearances. Yeah, could still make more. The dynasty is not over for my Golden State Warriors. Thank you, Tanner. It's, it's, it, we are still going. But I think it's very similar to where, you know, after they went to three and won two, that first title with Durant, after they won that first title with Durant. It's very similar. No one was calling them a dynasty yet, right? We're saying, hey, though, it was a great run. They've won two championships in three years. One of the best teams we've seen. We got to start talking about a dynasty. They then went to another finals and won. They went to another finals, lost that one. Then a couple of years later, went and won another one. I think Kansas City has the potential to do the same thing, right? Maybe go, maybe they go to three more and they win two more, right? They go to, I, I think that's a very realistic goal for Patrick Mahomes. To somewhat follow in this this that dynasty's footsteps, you don't got to do it every year as they've proven. But you're always in the hunt. You're always in the run. Injuries here and there. I think this is the beginning. Uh, has a very similar sense to the beginning of a Golden State Warriors dynasty, and they have all the tools that Golden State did to con- to, to continue it on and to fill it to fulfill it and make it a, a full on de- uh, dynasty. So there you go. I hate to compare. My team, throw them in whenever I have to, but I see some similarities there, at least. And gives me hope that this team could be a dynasty. There you go. There's my thoughts on it. Yeah, uh, obviously the NFL and NBA are not the same landscape. It is much easier, I feel like, as a franchise to sustain success in the NBA. Yeah, I feel like we have seen more of it. When teams are good, they can stay good for longer than they can in the NFL. Definitely. in the all the ways that you related it, yes, they are similar. They're similar. I appreciate that, Tanner. A little bit of a reach. I like it. They can be a dynasty. They have all the tools to do so. Let's see if they do it. Get out there and do it. So not quite there. Have a chance to get there. That's where we both are on the Kansas City Chiefs. What about Philadelphia? Philly, they went and what? They played fantastic all season long. How many games did they lose? Three? Two? Two games? Well, four or four with the Super Bowl, right? Oh, four. Okay. So I'm talking regular season, but four with the Super Bowl. You're correct. Yeah. So great season, though, overall. This team kind of came out of nowhere. We weren't expecting them to be this great. Overachieved to the max. Their quarterback as well. You know, we thought he was going to improve, but wow. Wow. Did he take a step forward? Yeah. Like, wow. Did he take a big step forward? So. Props to them. I, we just get that out of the way. We, we've been saying it pretty much all year, but let's not get away from that, even though they just lost the Super Bowl. Like, that was the second time all season I think they lost with Jalen Hurts. Like, like come on. It was on. not Jalen Hurts' fault. It was not Jalen Hurts' fault at all. Yeah, thank you. Exactly, right? So Besides the bonehead fumble. The fumble, but we're going to give him one mistake. Yeah. We're going to give him he one mistake in the Super Bowl. He played pretty flawless besides that. 
So we're I'm, I I'm not going to bring that up, right? You brought it up, but like, which is valid. That is, let's say they don't fumble, they score on that position. Who knows? Maybe that changed the the, the dyna- dynamic of this game. He did. They didn't. There you go. He made he made the the Coliseum mistake that he hasn't made pretty much all season long. But his defense wasn't you know didn't have his back like they did all season long. That was also the difference in the, in this game. But looking at the regular season, they were the healthiest team all year up until the end, right? They were the healthiest team all year. They had the deepest roster all year, and they took advantage of a semi-easier schedule. Do you know they had every starter from week one playing the Super Bowl? Really? Yeah. Didn't, didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. How many teams could say that ever? I've never heard that before. I doubt it's the first time, but that is pretty crazy. They have all their week one start. That shows you. This was the healthiest team in football all season long. Had a big reason of, of why they were so good. They had an easier schedule. But again, they took advantage of all that. They took advantage of it. They were the number one seed. They had to play Daniel Jones in the divisional round and make it to a conference title game. And then, you know, their defense, which was great all year, played great in that game and took out the other team's quarterback. Like, yep. we're not going to take anything away from them. But then they ran into Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. You're not gonna do that, Patrick Mahomes. Like that's uh, that's that's the story of the Eagles, right? Healthy all year, great roster, took advantage of the easy schedule, big bounce in their play in the quarterback, but they ran to Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, and they lost. Yeah, right. and if they would have had the ball last, they probably would have won. They probably like, would have won time. that game. They had they had le- a little less than two minutes. Yeah, they had plenty of time to go win that game. Plenty of time to go win. Like, like, I, I, at least I wouldn't be surprised if they come down and tie that game or. At the least, it either, goes either, to overtime. Yeah, either way. But that's not what happened. And when you play Patrick Mahomes, if you don't have the ball at the end of the game with the game on the line, it's hard to beat him. Very Tom Brady-esque. He's got the ball at the end of the game. Aaron Rodgers-esque, the great ones. You don't want to give them the last shot because they're going to take advantage of it. And also talking about their defense is all-time defense. I think they recorded the third most sacks in a season all time. Zero sacks in the Super Bowl, Tanner. Zero. They recorded the same amount of sacks as the the Dallas Cowboys. No, as the Dallas Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Zero. Okay. And me and you. Me, you, and the Cowboys. Me, you, Dak, just chilling on the cat. No, actually, actually, actually. Me and you have the same amount of sacks as Hassan Reddick in the – Oh yeah, that's pretty. Let's pat ourselves on the back. Okay, I haven't done the training nor <laughs> you know the mental preparation to be playing in that game, and I had the same stats as him. Like that's <laughs> so did you, my friend. So did you. <laughs> Either way, not taking the way. He's a, he's a great player. Dak Prescott. It's jokes. Dak Prescott. Uh, who had who had more trophies walking away on Sunday, Dak or the Eagles? Who won an award on Sunday? Okay, chill out. Dak Prescott won award on Sunday, not the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, I saw a joke saying that's the closest he's going to get to the Super Bowl. I got to, I got to get my jokes in here. I got to get him. Well, I got the mic in front of me. I got to get him out. Zero sacks. Me and you did that as well. Zero. That was like the staple, right, of this team. Like, man, that D line, that O line too. But man, that D line is nasty. It's pretty awkward. No. It's pretty awkward. They nothing. did absolutely nothing out there. They allowed them to rush for 160 yards. Mahomes, did you see? You, you saw it. Those touchdown passes, those were some of the easiest touchdown passes Patrick Mahomes is ever going to throw. 
absolutely wide open. Boom. All the guy, all they had to do was turn around and catch it and waltz into the end zone pretty much every time they scored. Pretty much every mm-hmm. time they scored, they were wide open. And all we heard all year was they how didn't great- have any like super like crazy. Wow. Place. Yeah. No, it was, it, they were wide open. They were he wide open. What was in front of them? Yeah. No. <laughs> Where was that all that, that top rated secondary all year? Right. How great they were was all we heard. And they made, they made a costly penalty that cost them the Super Bowl and three wide open touchdowns. That's what they did in the biggest game of the season. That's why they lost. Okay. That is why they lost. It's not on Jalen Hurts. It's not on anybody else. Maybe you want to say some coaching, the defensive coaching staff. It's on the defense. Whoever's around it, it's on you because the offense put up 35 points. I think that's the most points in a, a, a losing team has scored in the Super Bowl. I think. I think that's the most points. Yeah, it is. A losing team has scored. So they did enough. You guys let them down. You were supposed to be the best part of the team, arguably, and you let them down. That's why they lost. It was the Jalen Hurts show. I mean, the Eagles did not let up. Like, the Eagles defense did not let up 35 points, though, 28 points. They have 28. You're correct. 28. You're correct. 28. You're correct. 28. You're correct. Yes. 28. I, I, but I, I, overall, as a team, they scored 35. I think that was. I mean, the they scored in every possession in the second half. Yeah, they did. Patrick Mahomes in the second half. <laughs> one incompletion, right? Yeah. And, he, and the one incompletion was him just giving it to him, tossing it in the end zone, just being like, ah, I got nothing here. I'm just going to dead this ball. It wasn't like a bad throw, incomplete pass. No, he, ju- he gave them an incompletion pretty much. He was perfect. They won. Jalen Hurts, though, really quickly, four total touchdowns, 71% completion. 304 passing yards and 70 rushing yards. Phenomenal. Yeah, awesome played. performance. If the Eagles win, no doubt MVP. Yeah, no doubt he's the MVP. I was I was maybe saying like A.J. Brown before, but he, and he had that great catch after that happened. I was thinking, hey, look at this, and maybe it's coming true, A.J. Brown. He was pretty quiet after, we after were, that play. We were one football move away from Nick Bolton being MVP. Dude. <laughs> Two defensive touchdowns. He would have been the MVP. You're correct. He was all over the field, dude. Yep. Playing like a man possessed out there, like the Philadelphia's defense should have been playing like. But either way, though, really quickly, let me ask you the question that I posed at the beginning of the show, so we, we probably should answer it. Next year, they they have a lot of stuff to do this offseason. Jalen Hurts is up for an extension. A lot of free agents. I could go down the list, but it's over like 10, 15. You know, it, it's, it's a long list. CJ Gardner Johnson. Including on there. some of their biggest players. Yeah. Jason guys, who is he gonna is he gonna retire? Is he gonna come back and play? This is a guy towards the end of his career. There's a lot of question marks on this team right now. And then and then they lost both their coordinators as well. So a consistent factor on this team, a guy in Jalen Hurts' ear, he's not there anymore. There's a lot of question marks. If I were to ask you right now, do they win the NFC East next year? What do you say? I would pick them over any of those other three teams, but I would take those other three teams as the field over the Eagles. The field or the Eagles? Yeah, uh, the field. Okay. But I would take the Eagles. I like the Eagles more than any of those other Individual matchups, you like them more. Yep. See what my Cowboys can do. Let's see what, dude. That's that's the one of the best divisions in football now. Like overnight, it just weirdly. flipped the switch. Yeah, weirdly, right? It's kind of weird. Like no team, the Eagles are like great, but it's not like there's like another great team. Like the Cowboys are good. 
the Giants are good. The Commanders are good. It's not like, you know, the best division in football. You think like, oh, man, I got these star-studded teams. Like the NFC West, you know, a, a bit ago. ago. Yeah, it's like you think that. No, it's not that, but they're good teams. All teams that could make the playoffs, right? I'm with you. Um, I like them, but if you were going to say them or the field, I'm taking the field because history says the same team does not win the NFC East in back-to-back years in the past 20 15, 20 years, it's been a long time. It goes back and forth, and I think who's to say, you know, history says no. I'm going to go with history on this one. Take a break. Come back, talk about Derek Carr. Sounds like a plan. Okay, cool. That's Tanner. I'm Casey. We'll be right back. All right, and welcome. Like we said in the first half of the show, let's transition now. Continuing on with the NFL, but to quarterback specifically, because like Tanner said earlier, that quarterback carousel is seemingly starting to go, starting with Derek Carr, right? Is he kind of the first one to step on this thing? He's now a free agent after being cut from the Raiders. So I said this last year. I think we both said this during the season last year. Like both of these guys aren't coming back, talking about him and McDaniels. It's like something's got to give. There's no way. With all the expectations on this team, they just run it back. And ultimately, the, the decision was, hey, we, we need a new quarterback. Moving on from Derek Carr, they choose Josh McDaniels. So Tanner, now a four-time Pro Bowler, including this year, because he did make the Pro Bowl this year. Which is weird. Four-time Pro Bowler, nine-year starter. He was, I found this out today. You know, he was third in MVP voting in 2016. Yeah. I, I, I really good there. totally glanced my, that was over my, my head. That was the year with Michael Crabtree and Amari Cooper. They're really good. He was so – this is a guy who has been top three in MVP voting, hitting the open market. But more recently, he went six and that, nine. That was the year that – 2016. The, so the Zeke Elliott. For he, yeah, yeah, he went to the playoffs. They lost to the Texans because he got hurt, and the guy from Michigan State stepped in. What was his name? Yeah, because he didn't uh, play. In the, yeah, yeah what know. was his name? The I guy. Don't. No, this is gonna make me mad. I, I guess I'm gonna make. I, you got your phone. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, what is that guy's I, name? Connor something? No. I I'm not spending much about the Texans. I don't know. Yeah. He lost. No, he didn't Raiders. play. Yeah, but they played. You said they played the Texans. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Exactly. So more recently about Derek Carr. Four-time Pro Bowler, nine-year starter, third for MVP back in 2016. That was a long time ago. You can't remember that guy's name yet because it was a long time ago. Connor Cook. Connor Cook. You had it right for the Connor. There you go. He was starting quarterback. Not Probably didn't play as another snap in the NFL after that, uh, but that's showing you how long ago that was. More recently, what has he done? He went six and nine. But he also threw 24 touchdowns this year. 14 interceptions, not a terrible touchdown to interception ratio, but 24 to 14, not, not that terrible. 3,500 yards, 60% completion though. So the 60% completion and the 14 interceptions, those are tied for the worst in his career, right? So two stats where he's career worst, you know, career worst stat. That's not, that's not great. Do I love the idea of the Raiders getting rid of him? No, because I think he's still a good quarterback, and I think he can still contribute to that team. He's been there for quite a while. I hate the way they're forcing him out after one season of a new coach. 
but the what the numbers weren't great. He wasn't a great fit in the system. The new coach wants his guy. You got to understand all that stuff too, right? Yeah, and when you bring in a new quarterback, especially with a team like Vegas, who doesn't have a lot of money right now, true, uh, they are kind of financially strapped. True, you can't buy out a coach. The coaching money and the players money is tied up differently you can kind of move on from Derek Carr easier for the team than you can Josh McDaniels so it makes a lot of sense and someone wants Derek Carr out there right Uh, I got a list of teams here that I think would want him yeah, I think so starting off with your Tampa Bay Buccaneers your guy just retired you guys have I'm sorry but you guys have elite weapons offensively like you you do have some like despite the bland offense that we saw this season they got good offensive pieces you can plug another quarterback in there and i think they could have success tampa makes sense to me no yeah uh, i think tampa makes a lot of sense i think if we have Derek carr i think we'd be the favorite in the division not a great division but yes i do think you should be the favorite with Derek carr just because I don't know what's going on kind of with every other team. <laughs> I'm kind of like, what's everybody else planning on doing here? But so the Buccaneers, you're cool with that. That's good to know. That was kind of my first question. Yeah. Tanner, think you're cool with it. The Titans kind of made sense to me. I think he's an upgrade over Ryan Tannehill, but it's like one of the more boring options. Like it's, I, I, I'd go for the rebuild. I'd go get a young quarterback in Tennessee. If I were there, I wouldn't go get another older guy like they did with Tannehill. I would go get a younger guy. So I don't like the Tennessee thing. I like the commanders a lot. A team that's in my own, my team's division, right? Been a quarterback, not necessarily a quarterback away from the Super Bowl, but a quarterback away from being a real playoff team. Like they've been in contention to make the playoffs with who knows at quarterback past couple of years, just plug and play pr- pretty much. So if you get a consistent guy, a guy who's been a pro baller, a guy who's going to have, has had success, a grown up like Derek Carr, I think the commanders should be going all in on this guy. That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think the commanders makes a lot of sense. The team I really like for him is the Jets. Okay. I think the Jets make a lot of sense yeah. for Derek Carr. You got Garrett Wilson. You got Brees Hall, two dynamic rookies. Rookie of the year. Yeah, yep. Garrett one. Garrett one. <laughs> And then the defense is loaded. All you got to do is play better than Zach Wilson, which isn't hard. And I think this you could take this Jets team possibly to the, play, to the playoffs. Don't they want Aaron Rodgers, though? Does Aaron Rodgers want them, though? I don't think so. I don't know what Aaron Rodgers wants. I don't even know. I don't he think he know. does either. He's going That's why he's going to the darkness retreat. You just turn – dude. Going, I got it's called a darkness retreat every night. You know, I turn the lights off out in the basement and I chill for a bit. Like, why do you got to go pay all that money? <laughs> I can't do all that. You're like, he's getting like one meal a day slid to him through a, a hole in the wall or something like that. Like, I don't know. It's a big ordeal. He's had it booked for four months or something. Good for him. Just turn off your lights, bro. <laughs> Get a yeah. bag of Cheez Its, turn off the lights. And <laughs> 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 That's what I would do if I was him, but hey. Good for him. Good luck. I've heard the Jets are all in on Aaron Rodgers. I think it'd be smart to go after Derek Carr. I think he's all in on football. I think you you could get three years at least. At least, but I think you could get three years out of Derek Carr, two to three. I don't think you could get three out of Aaron Rodgers consistently every because every offseason it's what's he going to do now? What's he going to do now? What's he going to do now? Does he want to trade now? Do we not win? So he wants to go somewhere else. 
I don't think he's really worth it. And I think it's the same thing as last year. I hate that we're bringing him up now, but I think it's the same thing as last year that he's going to stay on the Packers, make his 60, 50 million that he's due next year. And then we're going to have the same charade. Is he going to retire? What's he going to do next season? Same thing. I kind of think he might retire. That's my prediction. You think he's done? Yeah, I do. So you think we've seen the last game of Aaron Rodgers' career? If I had to guess. I think he comes back because he... I think he likes the attention, man. I hate to say it because I, I, I've become to, I like Aaron Rodgers more now, but like he keeps doing, it's been like what, three years now? It seems like he's been doing the same thing every offseason. And, and then they come to the same result. Oh, we're friends again and we're cool. We're going to move on and have a good season. This is the last dance. No, this is going to be the last dance. I, I, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. So the Jets make sense to me. I think just looking at the teams I've listed so far, he'd probably, They'd probably be the best team, right? Would be the Jets defense and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I would think so. So I agree there. I think the Jets are probably the best option for him. Let me throw one out, and you might get mad, or you're gonna be like, yes, a hundred percent. Kind of one or the other with this guy. The Giants. The Giants, because I think a cheaper because they're looking at extending Daniel Jones, and the word is it's gonna be over thirty a year. I am not paying Daniel Jones over $30 million a year. That is just me. That's just me. They are going to do something different. Maybe it could be over 30, 35. What do you know? The quarterback market, he doesn't, I don't, I don't know how big his market is, but the market itself for a starting quarterback, it's it's going to be over $30 million. I would not do that for Daniel Jones. I don't even know if I would do that for Derek Carr, but if I could get Derek Carr at a cheaper number, who I think, overall is a better player than Daniel Jones. Is he a better fit in New York in the system? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not with a system they're running. No, but I think he's a better quarterback. And if I could get him for cheaper, am I crazy for saying the giants here? Yeah, I think so. I think he's had a lot of success with Daniel Jones and Daniel Jones is younger. His younger ceiling is higher. I think you got to go Daniel Jones. You're going to pay him 35. Sure. I'm not going to say 40, but you'd pay him 35 a year? For two, three years, yeah. I'd give Soon him a two-year contract for maybe 30. I'd give him a two-year 30-mil contract max. That's what backups get, Casey. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think of Daniel Jones, Tanner. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. That's my honest opinion of him. Ooh. That's my honest opinion. I've seen him for a while. I wasn't impressed with what I saw. When he saw a real team, what did he do against Philadelphia? When he saw a real team and a real defense, what'd he do? Dude collapsed. Bro, dude, who's he playing with? He's throwing to Richie Grant. I don't care. Richie Grant is his number one receiver. I don't care. If he was, I don't care. Okay. I, I think give him two more years. Give him two more years. I don't think he's that good. Get him some better weapons. Sure. I don't think they're, I don't think he, they are better than the Cowboys. They beat, I don't think he's better in that. I don't think he's in that Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts realm. I don't think he's close. No, he's in, and Dak Prescott and Jalen Hurts aren't in the same realm. No, they're not, but I don't think he's in either of their boats. Both yeah. guys are in another I agree. level. I agree. And I, agree. I, and I think Derek Carr is closer than Daniel Jones. Boom. They're not going to do it. I just wanted to be a hater for a minute. So that's it. And, oh, and the Saints. And the Panthers. Do you get the Panthers at all? Is it just me? I've heard the Panthers be a team he's probably, you know, likely going to go to is the Panthers. Why would he go to, why would Carolina want him? And why would he go to Carolina? Why would you not want to just start fresh? Why would you go get Derek Carr if you're the Panthers? Because they could win the division if they have Derek Carr. You just want to win the division and go out in the first round? 
Is that when really what had, you want to do? When, I mean, when you've had the no success that the Panthers I mean, have had in the last six years, then well, since yeah, maybe since, since Cam Newton, yeah, hasn't been had anything nice, but I wouldn't. I'm going young. I'm starting fresh. It's saying though they got Frank Reich. Maybe they maybe they get another older quarterback with Frank Reich. Another older quarterback with Frank Reich. Let's try it. Let's roll the dice on another one with Frank. He's got this one. All right. Cool. I don't I don't buy that at all. And then the Saints. I actually don't mind the Saints. I don't well, mind. Well, he did Saints. just go visit them. Yeah. And spent like 35 hours with them he and spent, yeah. decided they didn't want to get traded there. No, he, it's a great. Is he trying to help the team out? Is he trying to say, hey, I kind of want to go to you guys, but I don't want you to give up or have to do this. So let me just get bought out. You guys can have me on pennies on the dollar and we'll get this thing going. That's also what I, guess, I, I guess thought it's about. possible. That's what I thought about. And I think, I think Saints if he makes sense. Of those NFC South teams, he could lift them. He the wins the division. South championship. Yeah, I think so too. I think I think so too. And it's hilarious that three of the teams want him. I think he all, yeah, whatever team he goes to, they win the division next year. I think so. You know, not seeing any other moves at this point in time. You know, who knows what the yeah. other teams are moved. But at this point, like, yeah, they're my pick at this point if they go get Derek Carr. So what's your gut? Finally, before we move on, where is Derek Carr going? It could happen within within the next week for all we know. Where is he going? Um, I'm going to guess he is the quarterback for the Jets. You're going Jets, huh? I am going to go. He's probably not going to go to Washington, though, is he? I'm going to go Tampa. Okay. I don't hate Tampa it. Bay. I'm going to say he goes and wants to I'd play. I'd rather have him than Baker. Baker <laughs> guy. Tanner's dude. Baker Mayfield. You don't want Baker coming to Tampa? Soaking in the rays? No, not really. Getting those commercials? <laughs> no, not I love, really. I miss those commercials, man. One thing I miss, I miss Baker Mayfield's commercials. I'm going to go say it. So I got I got Tampa. You got the Jets. Yep. I like it. I think I, I will see what the commanders do, but I like it. Let's move on because like Tanner said earlier in the show, it's NBA time. NBA season really starting to heat up here. All-star break. Couple weeks away. I don't think it's this weekend. Two weeks away, I think it is. Couple weeks away. Getting closer and closer to that. I don't love the dunk contest lineup. It's pretty terrible. I'm not, don't want to talk about it. Has been the last few years. Has been, but I'm just so, I cannot. We got players in the G League doing it. I just, I don't want to talk about it. The three point contest does have some good three point shooters, though they don't have the league's leading, the league leading three point percentage uh, shooter, Isaiah Joe, I believe his name is in the Thunder, didn't even make it. The guy has the highest percentage and the highest isn't even on. The, so I don't know. I don't love the way they're picking these things this year. But a lot's happened in the NBA since we've talked last. The trade deadline comes or came and passed. And Tanner, NBA Twitter is pretty much decimated after all those Woj bombs. Like it's pretty much just a flat level surface out there now after bomb, after bomb, after bomb that last week. Kyrie to the Mavs, Durant to the Suns, the Lakers got better. D'Angelo Russell, I, I like that move. Uh, mm-hmm. The Bucks, our, our teams, the Bucks and the Warriors got a little bit better, I think. A lot happened. I say we stick in that Western Conference, though. Top dog in the West. Before we get there, before we get there, we haven't talked about KD to the Suns yet. Before we even say how good they are, stuff like that. Surprising? Surprising? Yeah, ki- yeah kind of. I was expecting... Kevin Durant to get moved 
I don't think I was expecting him to go to Phoenix. That was a team that I had heard bounced around, but I didn't yeah. think there was a world where Kevin Durant was going to go play in Phoenix. It just didn't seem right. right. It feels weird that I'm going to see him play in a Suns jersey. Have you seen like the pictures? Yeah, it, it looks doesn't weird. look normal. It doesn't look normal. Looks weird. 100%. But he's an incredible player, and he's playing alongside other great players. And if he's healthy, he's playing alongside some really good players. You know me. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. There you go. (laughs) And Chris Paul hater over here. So, and and if people are, if everyone is healthy on that Suns team, yeah, dude, I think they are the team to beat. I don't think they will come out of the West necessarily, but I think they're the team to beat if everyone's healthy. I agree, right? That's kind of the big thing. Like, can they stay healthy, right? Talking about them, you you were correct. Like, there are four players. When, when you say Durant, Booker, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Ayton, that's like those, that's four all-stars potentially, right? Mm-hmm. Potentially all-star level caliber-esque players. But Katie is still injured. Yeah. He's still injured. Hasn't hasn't played in a little bit, and who knows when he's going to play his next game. So who knows when their first game together will be. The rumor is Katie won't, won't play before the All-Star break. So when is that group's first game together going to be? Because we got, after All-Star, we got 20 games left in the regular season, 25 games, you know, 20, maybe, not even less than that. We got less than, like, we, we're we coming down to, we've already played 50, 50 games, over 50 games, 60 games. Like, we probably have 20-something games left now. So, like, how many games are they truly going to play in the regular season? Not many. And then, boom, what's their seed? Like, they might be in the play-in tournament. So, it's like the first time this group is all together, you win or you go home. One game or you're out. Like, yeah, tough. When was the last time a team traded for a big star midseason and it Mid-season? Worked. And it worked. And they, won, they won a title? Never. I've yeah. never like like off I, I, mean, wise, I might be obviously. missing one. I might be missing one or something. There's probably like a nice mid, but nothing this big. There has not been a Kevin Durant level trade. And then they that team that got Kevin Durant, you know, 20 games left in regular season, their first game together, they go win a title. No, that's never happened. That's never happened before. Kept the level of Kevin Durant, a top 15 player of all time, getting traded at the deadline. I don't know if that's ever happened before. Like, yeah. really, like, this is crazy. This that's is what I was kind of thinking. So, mm, talking about that, I don't want to talk much about that. The Nets got robbed. The fact that you got you know, the, the Utah Jazz got more for Rudy Gobert than you did for Kevin Durant. Pff, that baffles me, blows my mind. Good for the Phoenix Suns for going out there and getting him. But that's the concern with Phoenix, right? Are those who are going to stay healthy because Durant's always hurt anyway? Chris Paul gets hurt in the playoffs anyway. I don't buy Chris Paul as a championship point guard, championship player. You know that. I don't know if you do either. And it's such a small sample size. They're going to turn around and go win a championship after playing their first game together in March. No, I'm not buying it. Not going to happen. And then you're looking at the Denver Nuggets, who are another team you could look at, or the Denver, who's the number one seed. At least you should look at them. The number one seed in the Western Conference. They're what? 40 and 18. They're 40 and 18 right now. They have the best record in the West. And like the big thing last year was, does Jokic have help? He doesn't have help. Guess what? Has he help. Has help. <laughs> yeah. What do you know? 20 points a game and six assists from Jamal. 
Uh, 17 points, seven rebounds, a steal, a block from Aaron Gordon. Best season of his career. Michael Porter Jr., not great. 16 to 17 points a game, though, and about six rebounds. He's getting all that that he wasn't getting last season. That's like 40 extra points a game, you know, six extra assists, 12 extra rebounds. Like, he's getting a lot extra here that he wasn't having last season, which is equating to them having the best, best record in the Western Conference. But they've never done it before. But their best player is Nikola Jokic, and it's like, you think Nikola Jokic is going to beat Steph Curry and now Kevin Durant in the Western Conference with the teams they put together? I don't or know. Or Luka Doncic and thank you. Go and ahead. Kyrie Irving. Yeah, thank or Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving, which I kind of think might be my prediction to win the Western Conference, the Dallas Mavericks Talk right now. Talk about it, yeah. If, right. if, if they're both healthy and they're both playing, which is a huge if when you involve a team with Kyrie Irving, he misses a bunch of time for, both for, for on court yeah. and off court reasons. Yes. Yes. And, but I mean, if he's playing and they get a chemistry down between the two of them coming into the playoffs, I know it's a short amount of time, but those two guys are so good that, and I think their games kind of do complement each other. They've already got it going as well. They've already played yep, games. Yep, together. Yeah. Yeah. They've already started playing. That's something that the Suns don't have. Like we don't know when the first Suns game is going to be where right. Grant's on the court. Kyrie Irving's already playing, and he's playing well. Yeah, very well. He led them to two straight wins after the trade without Luka Doncic. Yeah, he's playing well. It's going to work out. they got to figure out late-game scenarios, who gets the ball when, who's taking the big shot. It kind of fell in their face against the Timberwolves, I think, last night. But, but like, they came back by 20 before yeah, that. Like, yeah, and then, and then like a shot away. They just simply have to decide. There was some pretty great defense at the end of that game as well. So let's bring that into factor too. Great defense was played. It wasn't just, hey, pass the ball back and forth. They were getting locked down by Anthony Edwards on the other side of the ball. So there's Dallas, which is also two guards and then not a lot of depth and not a lot of defense. So you got two great offensive players. You have the Suns, who have also not a lot of depth. They traded their best defender and one of their best rotation players in Bridges and Johnson. And then, and we talked about Denver already. You talked about Dallas. And then there's a team. I think we're missing one or two. But then there's a team with experience, stuff we're looking for, right? With experience, with star power, with shooting, with defensive capabilities, <laughs> capabilities because mm-hmm. not great defense so far this season missing Mike Brown a bunch right now defensive capabilities depth at the guard and wing position which is pretty important in today's NBA looking at the Golden State Warriors man I think they do I know they're at the you know eight nine seed and I know so are the mean guns, but they, they are where are we right, right now, now the Warriors are the nine seed or nine and are losing and they are I mean, a game back. I mean, if they lose a game, they would be the 11 seed. Yeah, it's, it's a matter now. It's a matter of making the playoffs and just getting Steph healthy. If you can make the playoffs up and, and hopefully, hopefully they can miss the play in tournament. I'm not sure. I think they have a shot to, to avoid the play in tournament because it's a two game difference there. They got to go on a, a hot week stretch and they could get there by the end of the season. But that's it. You're right. You're right. That's that's the big thing. That's why no one's talking about them. But I want to make sure that, hey, as long as this team makes the playoffs and have a healthy Steph Curry, adding Gary Payton to that rotation, which was you got a shot. They got a shot with all the veteran experience and with a guy like Steph Curry with the best point guard and a top three player in the sport and all the uncertainty. You have a shot. And I still think the West goes through Golden State, though, I think a, a healthy Phoenix 
is the scariest team in the Western Conference, and the Dallas Mavericks with those two players have enough firepower, star power to do it. Like those two guys yep. go off for 16 games, 12 games. That's over. It takes to get to the finals. They make it to the NBA. Like that's that's enough. Warriors have a top three offense, though, still in basketball. We know it's an offensive-driven league. Despite the injury, I'm still riding with Golden State at this point in time. I, I so, don't blame you. I am definitely not writing off Golden State. At this don't point. write them off, but it's you're smart. You're smart to say, hey, Dallas, Phoenix, Denver. These teams are pretty – the Clippers have two great players if they can stay healthy. Like, there's a lot of good teams in the West. Really quickly before we go off, James Wiseman – Guy I talked about a lot in this podcast has been traded from the Golden State Warriors to the, De- the Detroit Pistons. Really quickly, my thoughts. I'm disappointed they couldn't make it work because I think he had so much potential and it was a position of need where it's like a seven-footer who can run the floor and shoot the ball. The, the idea of that is great, right? Of course, the idea of that is fantastic. He didn't fit the system. He, there wasn't room for him to even have minutes on the roster, in the rotation, he was going to cost him $30 million next year in luxury tax and salary to sit on the bench, to not play, make a move, rid, rid yourself of the salary, and then get the young kid who's barely played some playing time at a team that needs young players and rotation pieces. Works out for yeah. everybody, you know? Yeah, uh, I mean, works out for everyone right now. Still very disappointed if you're a Warriors fan, I'm sure. I mean, when you have the – the possibilities of a number two overall pick. And then at the time I was saying, Hey, let's trade this thing for Bradley Beal. And he ends up getting traded for Gary Payton. Obviously there's some wet down there and you're not, you're not, it's at the same expectation, but this guy was coming at, you know, bust. He was coming into bust territory. People were saying, can he play? Is he even an NBA player? He's not even, you know, he's not in the rotation Tanner. Even when they're getting blown out, they don't put him on the floor. He makes one mistake. They pull him again. I have an issue with the coaching staff. I think I think James Wiseman can be an NBA player. I don't know if he's a number two overall pick capable, you know, all star guy, but guy can definitely be a center in this league and has a ceiling of an all star still has a ceiling of an all star. So I'm happy he's going to go play in Detroit. Hopefully they actually utilize him and play him. And I'm happy we got a guy who eventually Gary Payton, you got to wait a little bit, who eventually can play and help you right now and fits the roster. You know, he fits. So that's about what's going on, though. So in the West, you're going Dallas, and I'm going Golden State. As of right now, I, I know, yeah, the, roughly, I, I, think it's it's rough. any, I think it's anybody's field, and I could not be more excited to watch the end of this basketball season. Yeah, man, we're heating up. Uh, all-star break getting here soon. Wrapping up, obviously, the buyout market. Keep your eye on guys getting bought out, signing with teams. I think Terrence Ross is going to go join uh, the Phoenix Suns, which is a little scary as well, getting some depth there. But go uh, keep your eye on that buyout market. Go check us out on Twitter if you want to keep your eye on, on that buyout market. Dudes uh, talking underscore pod. Also on Instagram, dudes underscore talking underscore sports. Leave a comment, review, a rating, whatever the platform you're listening on allows. We'd appreciate any feedback. Tanner, what's going to happen next week? <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully, nobody, hopefully they don't extend the trade deadline and trade away Giannis or something. Hopefully to the Warriors. That'd be pretty cool. Either way, that's terrifying. Hey, hey, one guy can dream, can he? Guy can dream. That's Tanner. I'm Casey. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. All right. 
right, what's going on, guys? You're listening to Dudes Talking Sports. I'm your co-host, as always, Casey Foreman, alongside my co-host, Tanner Fylde. going to be it for this week's episode of the Deuce Talking Sports. Sounds good. Deuce Talking Sports. Sports.